Hey there, I'm Mei Ling. I'm a certified life coach and I help people move from a place of fear to finding freedom. And this is my podcast, Finding Freedom in the Hologram. Now, for this week, I have decided that, you know, for this season two, I'll be doing something slightly unusual. I'll be alternating my episodes. So alternating one week from talking about your brain and your nervous system to life and leadership lessons from historical figures who have walked the walk, not just talk the talk. <laughs> and this week, we are going to feature Eleanor Roosevelt. Now, I don't know why I said we, <laughs> even because it's just me. <laughs> but yes, Eleanor Roosevelt it is. Yes, former first lady. Now, she has a very unusual story, but she was a remarkable woman. Because even though she was born into a well-to-do family, she had quite an unhappy childhood. At the tender age of 10, she lost her parents and her younger brother and was brought up by a rather strict grandmother who apparently kept her away from other relatives. However, as she grew older, she realized that other people were a lot worse off and she had just had this gut feeling and instinct that she just wanted to help others. So she did quite a lot of things that were quite extraordinary back at that time. So she held press conferences just for female reporters. She created homes and jobs for African-American coal miners who lost their jobs in West Virginia. And she helped write the Universal Declaration of Human Rights. She was the first female to represent the United States as a delegate to the United Nations back in 1946. So today, I'm going to feature 10 quotes from Eleanor Roosevelt that we can all learn from. Quote number one, great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, small minds discuss people. Isn't that fantastic? <laughs> So she's basically saying, if we are talking about other people, if we are gossiping other other people, when our time can actually be so much better used discussing ideas, being creative, or discussing events, sporting events, political events, events that rally people together, rather than just talking about others. Now, quote number two, a woman is like a tea bag. You can't tell how strong she is until you put her in hot water. <laughs> that I also find quite remarkable. What a curious analogy, isn't it? However, I do think that it does extend to all genders, not just women. But basically, is sometimes you don't really know how you're going to react until you are in that situation itself. You can't say and brag that, hey, you know, if I were to go to war on the front lines, sure, I'll be brave and I'll risk my life for other soldiers. But truth, you know, when it actually comes to the actual thing, you might be cowering and running at the back. <laughs> so you'd never know until the situation happens. Now, quote number three, do what you feel in your heart to be right, for you'll be criticized anyway. You'll be damned if you do and damned if you don't. And that, I feel, is so true. If we look to the outside, to the external, to find validation, to make us feel worthy, 
rather than looking inside ourselves and following our hearts, we will be miserable. Now, quote number four. I am who I am today because of the choices I made yesterday. That's quite something, huh? (laughs) We are all and everything around us, the results we have today. Just look around you right now. What do you have in your life? You are the sum of everything you have done, all the choices that you have made today. And that's evident around you. Quote number five. I can't tell you how to succeed, but I can tell you how to fail. Try to please everybody. (laughs) And that is very similar to quote number three. And it's that, again, if you try so hard to make yourself pleasant, amenable, nice to be around with, making sure that everybody around you is happy, but you yourself are feeling drained, exhausted. It's like that saying, you need to fill your own cup first before you are able to give and pour to others. Or like in the aeroplanes, you know, when they say, if oxygen masks actually drop down from the ceiling, make sure that you put your own first before tending to others around you. Now, quote number six, it takes as much energy to wish as it does to plan. So taking action, taking steps to making your dreams come true is much better than just wishing it away or just dreaming about it purely. Take some baby steps. Plan, what can I do today, tomorrow, in two weeks' time to make me closer to my dreams? Now, quote number seven, a stumbling block to the pessimist is a stepping stone to the optimist. Now, this quote I personally love because I am an optimist. (laughs) I think my friends just marvel at that sometimes. And sometimes as well, I do wonder because my immediate family tend to be quite negative. (laughs) And sometimes I wonder like, how is it that a person can be an optimist, can actually grow up in a family of pessimists, it seems. (laughs) But yeah, every time there's an obstacle, every time there's so-called, you know, a stumbling block to others, I see it, okay, this is a challenge. This might be slightly tricky, but I'm really determined to find a way I can figure this out. At least that's what I tell myself. Now, quote number eight, never allow a person to tell you no who doesn't have the power to say yes. That is such an amazing quote. So basically, it's about thinking, is that person, do they have the authority? Do they have the right to tell you no? Are you asking for somebody's permission? Or do they think they can tell you no or be very negative by giving you their opinion? So think about that. Now, the next quote, number nine. Do one thing every day that scares you. Ooh, I love this one. (laughs) But that's because I'm a risk taker and extreme adventurer as well. So I remember when I first went mountaineering in Peru. You know, I grew up in Singapore and I live in Australia. Both countries are like relatively flat, right? There's no big mountains here. And going to Peru... 
I really love the idea. I'll be like, oh, that sounds so amazing. Mountaineering, the views. And I do everything because of views and scenic landscapes. That's, that's my motivation. But I didn't know if I could do it. I didn't know what my body would react. Like if, you know, I was in altitude. I had no idea. But I was like, but the idea and the thought of being to summit a mountain, to look down from the snow-capped mountains, down into valleys, down into be able to see all those villages and buildings tiny below, and to experience the variety, right, of ecosystems from dry brush to forest to, you know, scarce bush and mountain plants and flowers, and then to nothing, right, just to snow. All of that just fascinated me. And that thought was so enticing, and of course, for me, it's also the sense of accomplishment that I would feel by summiting a mountain. It will technically prove to myself that, hey, I can do anything almost. <laughs> like, you know, if a Singaporean girl who's never seen snow sit until the age of eight, of 19 can actually summit a mountain, then I can do anything. <laughs> you know, at least that's what I told myself. So... I took the plunge and I learned all the skills, you know, how to how to choose crampons, how to use an ice axe and everything, rescue mountain skills on the side of a Peruvian mountain. And I was like, that was the most amazing experience I had in my life. Now, the last quote, quote number 10, comparison is the thief of all joy. Oh, yes. Again, do not compare yourself to others if you always you know that saying keeping up with the joneses if you're forever doing that again it kind of you know it's related to the thing about looking externally rather than finding it within yourself and reflection and looking internally that process you know somebody else is always going to be smarter faster richer than you you know, somebody else always seems to have a more fabulous life than you. And if you look outside to that, more so than ever, you find yourself being more and more miserable. And from my life coach school, um, they say, compare and despair. And that is so true. So that's it. Those are the 10 quotes. And I hope you have found that useful. And if it's, you know, helpful to you, go back and listen. And you can pause between each quote and think about it. You can write them in your journal and use that as a journal prompt even. Like, how in my life have I shown these things? How have these things propped up in my life? How is it relevant? How does it pertain to me? And can I see the wisdom in this quote? How has my perspective changed after listening to this quote? So I hope you've enjoyed this very short and brief and sweet episode and I'll see you next week. Bye.